On this week's Big Tech Show, when will cars safely drive themselves on our streets? And who in Ireland is providing the technology to help them do that? We talk to one of the country's biggest automotive autonomy entrepreneurs. I have BMW Drive Assist in my own vehicle and it is much, much safer because we are all prone to distraction, especially when we're on the motorway from Limerick to Dublin, for example. We've all been there where you actually forgot a whole section of the road. So I would say if you take it from a safety perspective and it does allow you to kind of relax. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Shachtan and Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Iruk the end of Chacht Erechor. Agus Suligam a Makan Shah Gurfeder Echor in Uik Kart Len of Winter Fame. Skilti Fis Turmi. Tashe Dochretche Nach Vetoch Ara Igornamion on Kestin Echol. Vientalam Aginom Griv Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Have you heard the news? The Indo Daily is up for a listener's choice award. Head over to the Irish Podcast Awards.ie forward slash vote. Referees, after all, are pricks and deserve everything they get. And that is our culture. Today on the Indo-Daily, Joe Brawley on referees, violence and abuse in the GAA. What I suggest is if a player criticises a decision or remonstrates with a referee in any way, it's an immediate red card and a minimum eight-week ban. Once again this season, indiscipline in the GAA is dominating the headlines following an alleged assault on a referee. Social media footage of a referee lying on the pitch receiving attention after a suspected assault. An ambulance was called and the game was abandoned. He's out for the count. The refs are priceless. You know, Every one of them must be respected and protected by all of us. I'm Fiannan Cheen, and today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by Joe Brawley, GA commentator and All-Ireland winner with Derry, to discuss what has to be done to stop making referees fair game. Joe Brawley, what did you make of the incident in County Roscommon last week uh, where there was an alleged assault on referee Kevin Nocton? The dispute seems to be over... Uh, uh, uh a viral WhatsApp that was sent out straight afterwards. I mean, the real problem, of course, is our culture in the GAA, which, you know, as a friend of mine from Roscommon, who wasn't even at the game, said to me the following morning, to be fair, he didn't deserve it, but that ref's a bit of a prick. And that, when you strip it down, is the problem. It's the way we treat our referees, really, like... Untermensch, you know, and I've been as bad as the next man when it comes to that in the past. And we 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 view the referee as the enemy, you know, he's someone for us to be suspicious of, you know, presumably because they have a perverse interest in ruining the game. And and so, you know, this culture is what allowed that to happen the other night in Roscommon, you know, and for me. In terms of illustrating our culture, was the fact that no player reacted, no other mentor reacted. The referee lay on the ground unconscious for quite a period before anyone even went to him. And, you know, it, it really is, we should all be ashamed of ourselves. 
So it was almost as though this was a happenstance that, oh, well, this this kind of thing happens on the pitch. And when you're looking at teenagers, that that, that is what is imbued in their in their their mindset. It does say something about an organization as a whole, doesn't it? Oh, it, it, absolutely. And, you know, what we've had so far, we've had some sort of sugary PR campaigns, give respect, get respect. We need to respect players, referees and supporters in our games. Set a good example for everyone. You know, the sort of meaningless tosh that we see in the Premiership, you know, where players shake hands and they wear give respect, get respect shirts. Then they're diving around the ground for the next 90 minutes trying to get their opponent sent off. And we've had that same sort of sugary approach towards this. And, you know, if, if this happened in rugby, you know, it would simp- it would just be, I mean, the, the, the mentor would be banned for life. There's no doubt about that. The players, the other officials would be enraged. You know, his his own manager would be apologizing straight afterwards to the, you know, the, the, the or the people in the organization. The club would be apologizing afterwards publicly. You know, the, 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 the mentor or the player would be immediately suspended. And, but for us, we just stood by and let it unfold. And, uh, you know, as I said in my piece on Sunday, you know, referees after all are pricks and deserve everything they get. And and that is our culture, you know, and people say, Oh, well, look, you know, in the heat of the moment, and Aki's a great lad, you know, and he wouldn't normally behave like that. I mean, it's, it's and and this is this has been permitted for far too long. You know, we have a situation where we are fully dependent on our referees. I mean, they are uh, priceless. And the GA would very quickly collapse. There's common referees were quite right to go on strike and not to referee any games up until yesterday. And it would be wrong, I think, to, to say that they're doing it because of this one incident. It's again, it's, it's what's permitted. It's open season on the referees. You know, the referee is someone to be loathed, someone who's opposed to your team for reasons that can't be articulated. You know, and, and they get tortured, you know. I mean, like, you've got to have the skin of a rhinoceros to referee in our game. And, and then you're expected to have perfect, you know, they're expected to have perfect discipline, perfect composure, remain calm, you know, through the heat of championship battles. We were talking about this last night in the club. You know, a six-foot-eight, 21-stone front row in rugby can can be subjected to the most you know to a really bad late challenge high up you know the polexism and he'll get up get himself together and go quietly back to his position whatever the referee is going to do it's none of his business it wouldn't occur to him to remonstrate with the referee or to criticize the referee i mean first of all he'd be sent off it would be a source of shame for him and his teammates his manager afterwards was tell the public how unacceptable it was that he behaved that way, you know, that he's gone in and apologised to the referee personally, that he's going to take his punishment, etc., etc. You know. And that's because in rugby, they have enforced a code which makes it shameful to remonstrate with or to, I mean, assault an official. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's scarcely believable that we allow it to happen. It's it's it strikes one that 
that rugby code, it, it does come from an absolutely very early age. As soon as you step onto a training pitch as a kid at five or six years of age, you're just taught this is the way it works here and that's it and nothing else is tolerated. The referee is an island in rugby. You know, he his decisions are, are his decisions. It's got nothing to do with either team. The referee will, because there's that culture of absolute respect for him, the referee will then in turn, if he feels a decision needs to be explained, call the captain and explain it to him. You know, and so so, you know, you have a situation where they're not going to have any trouble with good ex players volunteering to be referees in rugby and all of that sort of thing. I mean, our problem now is that, you know, it's a bit like it's a bit like trying to find a young Catholic priest. You know, it's becoming more and more difficult to recruit referees because Genuinely, who would want to do it in our game? The, the number of times a referee has to be escorted away or, 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 or has to listen to really vile abuse. I mean, it, 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 it's clear that what we have done to date is completely inadequate to deal with it. So, I mean, I, I, I have suggested a, a, a new set of very draconian rules uh, and, and then a, a proper nationwide publicity campaign circulated to every club, along with an educational program that must be taught to all club members and players, starting with the toddlers, you know, starting with the, the fun Sundays, you know, the five, six, seven-year-olds. Um, and, and uh, you know, like the GA has to act now. We can no longer allow this to occur. And yet there does seem to be a, a culture of complacency there. You you go from that contrast of this image of the games, of the great sports of the Gwales, which are inclusive and they're all about community and togetherness. And then I see, you see what happened last week. You see the GA president kind of saying, well, you know, knowing what I know now, that's something I, I would have started to push a little bit harder on recruiting and making sure there are young referees coming through and they're getting opportunities. Not really addressing the central issue here that right across the board there is an institutional failure. Yeah, and then you see we complain about the standard of referees. And I mean, an ex-player, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant way to exercise. You know, every club has to have a referee if they want to enter, enter teams in a competition. And you know, like myself, there. If you if you had a different context for refereeing, you know, there are many many ex players who would be very happy to volunteer to referee for the fitness, for the fun of it, for the enjoyment of being out and about, seeing different teams, and all of that. But there isn't any fun in it. I mean, I, I watch underage games in, in, in the county, and it's just a constant battle for the referee. Like, and I, I have I have been critical of referees, uh, uh, you know, on the national stage in the studio and uh, was thoughtless and, you know, subscribing to, to that culture that is just part and parcel of what we've allowed to develop. And really, you look back on some of that stuff and it's it's absolutely shameful. And, you know, I hope that this incident will force us to our senses, you know, force the GAA into taking proper uh, sort of draconian action and force the GA community to entirely reevaluate how we view our, these volunteers of ours who are really the lifeblood of the association. But do we even have any interaction at this point, to put it mildly, by 
Croke Park GA headquarters stepping in and saying this is now a serious incident. It is affecting uh, how our game is is perceived by the public. Or are they just standing back and going, "Oh, it's a, a local police will deal with it here." I well, I don't think I don't think that that, that it's that that it's the it's the GA at senior level to 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 inflame the situation. The GA's job. The GA's job is to set the rules and to set the culture so that this does not happen, and that if it does happen, you know, there there's going to be extremely draconian action taken against the individual or individuals concerned. And so, you know, there's 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 a there's there's a fair process set out in the GA rules. Now, my understanding is that the match video is very very clear and very clearly shows what happened, but also the referee, no doubt, will have a very clear recollection of what happened, and hopefully, he's going to be okay. Um, I suggest that if a player criticizes a decision or remonstrates with a referee in any way, in any way, it's an immediate red card. So if a player says, look, what was that? And why did I not get a free? That's a red card. You're off. And a minimum eight-week ban. So I'm saying any remonstration, any interaction with the referee beyond, you know, like a friendly word or something like that, but if it's, a, if it's critical or a remonstration, it's an immediate red card, all right? Minimum eight-week ban. Now, that will immediately put the word out, do not speak to the referee, you know, unless you're bringing his attention to an injury or unless it's some other, you know, just maybe a friendly remark to a referee that you know, but no speaking to the referee. Right? And for a mentor for the same offence, a lifetime ban. So any mentor jostling, putting his hands on a, on a referee in the course of a game, that's a lifetime ban. And similar rules applying to spectators, uh, so that you know you could have a dis dispensation like they have in rugby for the team captain who can ask the referee for an, ex for an explanation of a decision in certain circumstances. But I would start, you know, I would I, I would start with that code, and then in tandem with that, because the message has to go out: you cannot talk to, shout at, vent your frustrations on a referee. It's simply not going to be worth it. You're going to be on the sideline. You're going to let your team down, you know, and you're going to get a very, very lengthy ban. Yeah, because the the, the study by the University of Ulster on this issue of abusive referees, they actually found that the managers and coaches and mentors they are the main culprits here. It it that's where it's it starts from the bench. It oh, starts yeah. from the bench. Yeah, and that's 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 just a manager venting his frustration and anger, and you know it it. it Again, we do not see this in rugby. I mean, and you look at the high stakes of professional sport in rugby. I mean, you watch the All Blacks against Ireland. You know, you watch England against Ireland. Some of those, some of the most, I mean, the most physically shuddering, you know, bloodthirsty, you know, I mean, incredible, uh, you know, aggression, controlled aggression with each side essentially assaulting each other repeatedly, you know, over the course of the most tortuous sort of 85, 90 minutes. And in that context, nobody opens their mouth to the referee. And you'll hear a referee saying he's mic'd up and you'll hear him saying, you know, step back, keep your mouth shut. Don't open your mouth again. And these big guys, their mouth is shut. And he's saying, I'll speak to the captain. Could you step out? I'm just going to explain to you what happened, why I gave that decision. And the, and the captain always says, thank you. Do you see a connection between 
this incident and the circumstances around it. And another talking point that we had this this summer uh, within the GA around the, the, the melee at the Armagh Galway quarter final in that indiscipline seems to be an issue now within GA culture. You're absolutely right. These are linked things where a manager is setting a certain culture for the group. Uh, you've got this idea of, you know, one in, all in, you know, these malaise that are happening all of the time, which are just players venting their frustration. You know, and in circumstances like that, the GA might start to consider that a team, a team where, where a team is involved in a melee, right, where a team involves itself in a melee, they might have to consider simply suspending that team altogether, regardless of whether it's championship. Because we simply can't allow it to continue. And it is out of control. You know, whenever you've got, whenever you're playing a showpiece All-Ireland quarterfinal, you know, in front of a packed Croke Park with a huge television audience and a very entertaining game of football, and, you know, you've got a serious, serious problem. What about the implications for the future of the game if this issue of abusive referees, including violence, is not actually tackled? See, what I think is this. I think that there is common referees should down tools now and not go back at all this season. I think they should just say, no, this is it. This is the red line. We're not being protected. Nothing's been done culturally. You know, it's the same old, same old. You know, it's just a matter of chance whether we can get through a season without being assaulted. You know, we're certainly going to be abused on a very, very frequent basis. So I think that the Roscommon referees should go and strike until the end of the season. You know, and, and then we'll know all about it. People sitting around, no training, no games to play or watch. And we'll soon learn very quickly that the refs are priceless. You know, every one of them must be respected and protected by all of us. You know, I mean, and by doing that, apart from anything else, the GA community will see the reality of, of treating referees in this way. You know, our, our neighbours, our friends, you know, these volunteers, we get 40 euro to cover all expenses to referee a game. You know, maybe maybe have a seventy mile round trip to referee a league game, get forty euro, you know, and get absolute dogs abuse. You know. The GA would be forced if the referees took that stand to take real action. And you know, as I said at the end of my piece, we should all be ashamed of ourselves because we're all guilty of allowing this to happen and doing it ourselves. And that was Sunday Independent Economist Joe Brawley. I'm Fionn Sheen, and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Mary Carroll, researched by Garrett Mulhall, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Clips from RTE News and Independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. My name is Aveen. I'm 29. I live in Dublin. Got my first job out of my master's and it was going really well. And then, yeah, I got a message pop up on my phone. A friend of mine. And she said, is that you I'm talking to on Tinder? And I was like, what are you talking about? It freaked me out. I woke up on a Sunday morning and I opened up a voice message from a girl on Instagram and it was not a very happy person on the other end of that message. I knew at that point it couldn't have been a joke. 
they sounded like so serious and she kept saying my name, Avine, Avine. And it was really just that point that I was like, oh, this is really real. Why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me? And why am I the person that you are using to do this? So for the guts of a year, this person has been posing as you. Yeah, that I know of. I just got off the phone with the guards, called them earlier on to make a complaint about me. That I, that I was wrongly accusing her. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. Coming up this week on the Indo Daily, a two-part special. Cruel intentions, catching the catfish. 